Welcome to the Realizing Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Christensen. This is where we dive in each week to chat about parenting, education, and realizing our children's genius. I'm an educator with a background in individualizing learning, and I'm obsessed with helping people find and nurture that genius in their children and themselves. Let's dive in. Hey, geniuses. Today, I'm here with Cami Harris. And Cammie is a longtime homeschooler, a veteran, and she is now coaching other people and helping other people homeschool. So Cammie, thank you so much for being here today. You bet. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. Now, first of all, I'd love to hear what brought you into homeschooling. Very often those stories are, are really interesting. So yes. So I will be honest, um, homeschooling didn't really cross my mind as an option. Um, my training was in, I actually received my degree in elementary education. From the time I was very small child, I wanted to be a teacher. I loved teaching. I would even bring the neighbor kids over and play school with them. And I was always the teacher. So that has always been in my blood. My oldest went to kindergarten and in, in first grade. And in first grade, I could kind of just see the light going out of her eyes. And I knew that I needed to do something different. She has kind of always been an old soul and was kind of bored. And she just was not, I don't know, she wasn't having the expansive fun learning experience that I hoped she would have. And so I started looking into other options. I looked at a private school in our area, but it was quite expensive. I looked at a charter school that was actually just starting. So I jumped on board with this group of moms to get this charter school um, passed and, and up and going. And it didn't pass that first year, but they said that we could open it the following year. And I, to be honest, I really felt like God spoke to me in this moment. And one of the moms was talking about well, what are you going to do now that the charter school didn't open? And the other mom responded, I think I'm going to homeschool. And I just felt like God spoke to me and I knew that that's what I needed to do. So I decided that then and there that I would start homeschooling. I honestly didn't know if I would do it more than that year until the charter school opened, if that makes sense. But I started it and I really loved the experience. It was super fun to me. I found it to be really fulfilling. It was not without its challenges. I tried to do public school at home my first year, which you know probably how that worked out, <laughs> but but within that first year, I was introduced to leadership education and took a training actually through Diane Jepson and learned a lot through her. And then later on, as my children started to become a little bit older, I was introduced to Lemmy Leadership Education Mentoring Institute. And we had another mom from California that was one of my dear friend's sisters that came and kind of presented on what they were doing in California. And it just lit a spark in me. And I read the Commonwealth, is that what it's called? The Commonwealth book by Analogy Milne. And I'm not sure if that's the exact title, but I'm sure you know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually the new Commonwealth. Yeah. Yes, you're yeah. right. Okay, it's like something about that didn't sound quite right. Anyway, again, I felt like God spoke to me and I knew that we had to start a commonwealth in our area. So 
I was kind of the spark that got that going. There were a lot of moms heavily involved in getting that going and opening it. And we all kind of fulfilled different roles um, that first year. And then within that first year, we created a, a bylaws writing committee and, and wrote up our constitution and started that. But I also felt very called to teach Key of Liberty and went to the Lemmy training. And it was like another spark was just lit in my soul. And I was like, I finally understand leadership education because it it put, I guess, these principles into action and I could actually see them. And so Lemmy has been a huge blessing to me. It taught me a different, even even more so than than the than the leadership education training that I was doing on my own and, and even doing with other homeschool moms in our area. Um, it, it helped me develop a completely different vision and I just fell in love with it and have loved teaching youth classes in our commonwealth in our area for the last, oh, I don't know how long, 13 years or something like that. I absolutely feel like it is such a privilege to mentor other youth and it's, I don't know, it's just, it lights a fire in me. I love it. And um, I love the, the other moms that I've been able to teach with and, and I don't know, build community with and, and rely on and all those things. So that was a really long answer. <laughs> well, I, love, <laughs> I love that. And thank you so much for bringing up Lemmy. You know, my, I don't know if everybody who's listening to this knows, but my other hat that I wear is I'm the director of operations for for Lemmy and I love it too. I I totally agree. It it just when I found it, it's it sparked a fire under me as well. And I just knew that this was the way I had to homeschool. And I'm just so grateful for the experience. And it, it really is a, it's a different paradigm. It's it's looking at education differently. And sure. I'm just Leadership education is really why realizing genius exists is because it it allowed me to see things differently. And I'm just very, very grateful for that. I really should have, I feel like I should mention Kathy Malore's influence on me. And I don't know if she'll ever even hear this, but she was my mentor in Key of Liberty. And I took many of her classes following up like online. And then we actually had her come to our community a couple of different times. And she was so gracious to even talk with me on the phone. But I feel like she was kind of, I don't know, she was in the place that I was at one point. And, you know, she had gone through the trenches and then she mentored me and she gave me so many great tools and just ways of seeing things. And I feel like I've in turn been able to develop a lot of those skills and be able to hopefully pass those on to other moms at this point. But I am eternally grateful for Kathy Malore. And she has been a longtime mentor at Lemmy and recently left. But anyway, I just want to, to say that. <laughs> yeah, I will second that too. She mentored me for years as well. And I know that she's a big part of why I am doing what I'm doing here. And I totally get that. I remember when I first started homeschooling, how I felt so lost and I needed to find something and I kept looking for communities and I, there was always something 
that didn't click with either me or my kids. And so I kept looking and then I finally found one. And it was this woman who mentored me and the other moms. She just had been homeschooling longer. And she was the one that inspired me when I had the opportunity to be part of a community when I moved to a different state to really jump feet first in and just fully embrace it. And, and at the same time, I was introduced to leadership education and Lemmy, and I just fully embraced it because I had that vision from that woman who was just so amazing. I mean, she didn't do leadership education, but she was such an example of uh, a leader, of a mentor. And I could just see that in leadership education and, and Lemmy and, and then Kathy and Anelody and Tiffany Earl, uh, Anelody Milne and Tiffany Earl are the founders of, of Lemmy. And it really, I am doing all of what I'm doing because of those women. And I just, I love that you're doing the same thing. And now I know your kids are, are starting to move out of the house. You have four kids, right? Yes, I do. I have four children. My oldest is, she just turned 26 and she lives in Michigan. She's just about ready to finish up her graduate degree in social work. So she's excited about that. And then I have three boys. My oldest boy is married and he's an entrepreneur. My middle boy is also a, more of a quiet entrepreneur. He loves ranching and he's starting a goat packing business <laughs> with my, my husband in Montana. They're actually right in Nevada right now. And they get this from their father, by the way, he is he is the king of all entrepreneurs, which is <laughs> really fun. And then my youngest is still at home and he's also an entrepreneur at heart. So <laughs> lots of little entrepreneurs in the family. <laughs> oh, that, that is awesome. I mean, I really feel like an entrepreneurial spirit at that, that, well, I could use paradigm again, but seeing the world through an entrepreneur's eyes, that's one of the things I love about homeschooling is that we can provide the opportunity to our kids to develop those interests. Oh my gosh. Even if they work for the rest of their lives for somebody else to be able to see life, to see the world through the eyes of an entrepreneur, it will benefit them in so many different ways. I totally agree with you. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really fun to see how they are not held back by like they they really don't feel like in order to to get an education or to be considered educated they have to jump through certain hoops if that makes sense <laughs> they're willing to blaze their own paths and anyway it's kind of fun to watch it is it uh, i it is so much fun it is so much fun because it's like they see something that they want to do and they just do it and they figure out the ways to do it. And yeah, they have so yeah. much more confidence than I did at that age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, with your kids leaving home, is that one of the reasons you decided to become a coach? Yes, for sure. So my passion, my, my overarching mission, I guess you could say has always been with teaching. I love teaching. And so I know that whatever I will 
be doing in my future years of life that will have something to do with teaching. And yeah, so I, I got involved kind of with the world of, of coaching specifically, even life coaching several years ago, I had some different life circumstances. Well, and maybe I'll even back up a little bit further. <laughs> I, I guess the common theme that has kind of run through my life is I really believe strongly in agency and the power of choice. My husband laughs at me because when we first got married, he would say things like, I didn't have a choice. I had to, da, 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 da. And I would always stop him and throw a fit and be like, don't say that. You always have a choice. <laughs> and at first he would, he got a little irritated at me, but now he, he humors me and he never says that anymore. But I, I got to speak at my high school graduation and I spoke on the power of attitude. And I remember when I was like 15 or 16, one of my best friends cross-stitched me this, this little thing that said, choose to be happy. And so attitude and choice and agency has always been kind of on my radar. I had a very surface level understanding of what that even meant back in the day when I was young and hadn't experienced very many hard things yet. But through some different life experiences with health issues and voices of close loved ones, it kind of pushed me into looking for answers. And I really got into the coaching world and started following Jody Moore and, and joined her coaching program. And then I became certified in the creation coach. And I'm currently getting a certification through schools training through the life coach school. And one of the things that I love most about this coaching in general is that it allows you to look at your mind and to realize where your power and your agency is at and that other people around you and your circumstances don't control your happiness and your choices. I've also come to realize that that life is full of opposition and that is also part of what leads to a beautiful life and it's because of that opposition that actually leads us to be able to experience um, a more rounded full life and so while you know, I wouldn't necessarily choose some of the hard things that I've been through, which I'm sure probably most people would feel. And I also wouldn't choose many of the hard things that I see other people go through too, just for the record. I've come to find that that is really where we're stretched. And, and those circumstances are often the best teachers and they help us to become the best version of ourselves. So I think just with the combination of loving to write lesson plans and create classes and then teaching and working with people one-on-one -on -one and helping them figure out where their voices and agency and power lies that anyway, I think that's probably what has moved me in this direction. So that, that is awesome. I, <laughs> I love that you have such a passion for that agency and, and taking responsibility. I know that's 
a passion of mine as well. And it, it really is one of the principles of leadership education, probably why both of us were, sure. were attracted by it. Because I, I know there's so many people out there that in the homeschooling world, in the education world, where it's like, as a teacher, it's your responsibility to teach someone. You yeah. have to like somehow beat it into them, you know, <laughs> and right. And it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> you can inspire yeah, that, them. That really is probably my, one of my favorite principles of leadership education is just the difference. I can't remember exactly how it stated something about teachers, not, or sorry, mentors, not professors or mentors, not teachers. I can't remember <laughs> something. Yeah. Mentors, mentors, not professors. That's what it is, right? Yes. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's just that idea of we, it's not about us pouring knowledge into somebody's head. You know, it's as a mentor, you take responsibility for showing up and inspiring and, and doing all you can to, to, inspire someone to want to do the hard work of getting an education themselves but the but the learning and the education has to take place in the mind and the heart of the learner and the other thing that I love about leadership education and I know one of the things that you emphasize is the importance of individualized education right not none of us follow the same model we all are individuals and and as you you mentor, you have the ability to, to see those different needs of each individual and change things that most benefit them. And really it, it ends up being what they choose. And you kind of, I guess, inventing the curriculum around them and what their personal goals are. So there's a lot more flexibility in how you do it. And while there's, I guess, more risk in a way of failure there's also way more ability for fantastic growth and success and and those failures aren't really failures they're um, opportunities for learning and overcoming and trying again and and it's just a different way of seeing things it's not filling up it, it, I don't know it's not taking a child and filling them up with a certain amount of information and knowledge and deeming them finished, but helping them to reach their own individual mission and, and celebrating their individual genius, which is the title of your podcast. <laughs> and yeah, anyway, yeah. It's, just so, it's so refreshing. Like when I went through my teacher training, I didn't know what I didn't know. So there were things that felt off, but I, I didn't really know how to describe it exactly until I found leadership education and and it was like all kinds of light bulbs going off and I'm so grateful for the friend who introduced me to leadership education and actually our our second children are married to each other now so that's, <laughs> that's kind of fun too but anyway yes it's such a beautiful way of thinking about learning and education yeah yeah yeah, I actually got my teaching credential like 15 years into homeschooling. And oh, wow. I, yeah, and I got it because I thought my dream job would be working for a homeschool charter because I felt like, okay, you know, I'm yeah. helping, I'm helping all kinds of people homeschool already. I could just, you know, do it and get paid. 
right, that makes sense. Better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it made sense to me too. But I eventually had to step out of it because it was just such a conflict in my own head. I mean, there are wonderful teachers doing wonderful things in that realm, but I realized I, I, there was so much jumping through hoops. And it was like, sometimes I felt like I had this cattle prod just trying to push my students through just to check off boxes. And it was, especially 2020, there were just so many kids that were having so many problems. And I, I had to just still check off the boxes when they so desperately needed to just love learning. And it was just heartbreaking to me. And I just, that, that was like the final straw. I, I couldn't do it anymore. I had to, I had to leave so I could do something else and help people in, in other ways. It, because yeah. I, oh, I, I hear you. I, my first year, like I said, I did public school at home. <laughs> yeah. And I did it through, um, it was actually a really non-invasive charter school. Like they required very little follow up and like we had to take state tests and um, turn in samples and check in with our teacher every so often. Um, but it was the same. One of the biggest reasons I'm homeschooling is because I want to follow, I want to follow what I am feeling inspired to do myself with God's help and being able to see with spiritual eyes what my children need. And I don't want to have to jump through these hoops of what the government is saying my child has to do at what time or whatever. You know, there's obviously a place for reading, writing, arithmetic, and all, you know, those, those general skills that we want our children to learn. But when that becomes a means to the end, it just takes out, it takes so much time to, I guess, be accountable to those government agencies that I felt like I want to use my time to be a great teacher, to be inspiring my kids and having fun with them and learning with them. I don't want to be using my time doing these other things. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, it kind of, the joy out of it yeah <laughs> and I yeah. I really I my hat goes off to teachers because I know there are a lot of really great teachers who are only there because they love children and they want to serve and and make a difference and I honestly don't know how they do it in the current system I just think it's it's got to be really hard and soul-sucking <laughs> yeah. no to I but <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. I have so many public school teachers in my family, you know, extended family. And I just, I'm in awe of them because they really are helping. And so many people, because let's face it, not everybody can homeschool. Right. Not everybody yeah. should homeschool, you know, back to what you were talking about earlier when you were sharing about you know, that you were called to homeschool, that you felt God's call to do that. I really yeah. feel it, it, you have to have that in order right. to homeschool because it is such a huge responsibility. Right. So I totally I agree. It is not for everybody. And thankfully there are other options out there. Yeah. I'm just yeah. grateful that I am homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. And I am so grateful I can help other right. people because I really do feel like when you are called to do it, there's there's a reason it's what your child need. It's what you need. It's what your family need. It's a totally different way of, 
of living really <laughs> it really is it it's really a lifestyle is a, it's a lifestyle yeah for sure yeah yeah well what needs do you fill for people like with coaching do you coach parents do you coach kids why should they call you great question so I am just getting started. And so I feel like a lot of the vision that I have has not quite come to fruition. So I'll say that up front. Right now, I'm mostly doing individual coaching for parents who, who just need advice or need to know how to get unstuck or need to figure out how to organize their systems and their whatever. And I feel like I'm pretty flexible in that area, but I, I hope to in the fall. So I'll just kind of give you a vision of what's out there. <laughs> I, in the fall, I hope to have class offerings for, or I, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but a program for parents to be able to be involved in, and that is going to grow in time, but there will be different options available some will just be more around the idea of, of mindset and building relationships and just the idea of, of what options are yours for homeschooling. And others might be more specific to building culture and routines and systems in your homes. Some of them might be around like self-care for yourself and taking care of yourself and creating habits and routines. It's kind of that principle of you, not them, of, of taking the time for your own needs and educate yourself so that you can um, give to your students. I also have mentored a lot of students in the past, um, particularly with writing. And so if, if anyone wants to reach out to me on my website, my contact information is there. And I, I'm really because I'm at the beginning of this coaching phase, I'm pretty open at this point to mentoring students one-on-one, -on -one, helping them get over roadblocks, set goals, individualize their education for what they need. I have found that once, once students get to be between the ages of 11 to 14, it's very helpful to have an outside voice supporting <laughs> the, the parents in the home because they naturally want to separate from their parents and have their own identity. And so I would love to fulfill that role in someone's life. And I hope to also put together some group youth classes at first, my first year, that will probably be live, but at some point that might also be offered online as I just continue to develop, develop my program. <laughs> Well, that is awesome. You are definitely filling a, a need and I know you will bless a lot of people. So I'm so grateful to have you here and that you are sharing your genius with us today and with so many people with your business. So thank you so much. Thank you, Heidi. It was fun to visit with you. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Realizing Genius podcast. Head over to realizinggenius.com forward slash podcast for all the show notes and links and to share your ideas of anyone you would like to have me interview. Have a wonderful week realizing your genius.